0: Chloe and Hallie are two sisters that used to sing covers on YouTube. So how did they get signed by Beyonce? Well, to answer that, we have to dive into their origin story.
1: I'm when when we pull up to the gate Girl, so I'm just with the crew we looking for boo.
0: You are now listening to Mood Ring Radio, and usually we talk about a mood and make a mix for that mood. But on this episode, we continue our series of origin stories where we dive into the come up of some of our favorite artists. I'm Soft Spoken, and this is the origin of Chloe and Hallie. Chloe Bailey and Halle Bailey hail from Atlanta. Chloe, the older sister, was born in 98, and Halle, the younger, was born in 2000. And from a young age, Chloe and Halle had an affinity for music and performing. When Chloe was 13 and Halle was 11, they started a YouTube channel. And on their YouTube channel, they sang covers by Rihanna, Ariana Grande, and Drake, just to name a few. But it was a cover of one Beyonce song that gave them their first big break.
1: I'm Chloe, and I'm happy. I'm 13 years old, and I'm 11, and we will be singing Best Thing I Never Had by Beyoncé.
0: Chloe and Halle were 13 and 11 years old when their cover of The Best Thing I Never Had by Beyonce went viral. And after that, they got invited to go on Ellen. They even got to go on this TV show called The Next Big Thing, a singing competition on the Disney Channel, and Chloe and Halle won. At this point, Chloe and Halle were blowing up, and they were still singing covers on their YouTube channel. Chloe and Halle did a cover of Pretty Hurts, and this time, they caught the eye of Beyonce herself.
1: doesn't matter, brush your hair and fix your teeth, what you wear is all that matter, just another stage, patching the pain away, this time I'm gonna shake the crown without falling down, down
0: After hearing the cover of Pretty Hurts, B went on to scroll through the rest of their covers on YouTube and she decided she wanted to sign them. And there's no way it's that simple, right? They just sang some songs on YouTube and Beyonce looks at their videos and signs them. Well, that's exactly how Chloe and Halle said it went down. Here's them talking about it in an interview with The Breakfast Club. Now, y'all not going to sit there and tell me y'all got signed to Beyonce because of no YouTube video now. How did this go down? How did it happen? She saw the video? Yeah, she saw our
1: video to Pretty Hurts. Really? And apparently she had started watching all of our videos. And, um, you know, we got an email from her company, Parkwood, and they were like, hey, can we post this on all of her socials? And are you all signed? And when me and my sister saw that, of course, we freaked what does out. The email, what does a Beyonce email look like? Well, we were we were freaking out. It, yeah. it has, like, the Parkwood seal from her company. Mm-hmm. And we were like, wow, that must be legit mm-hmm. after we thought it was fake. But, um, you know, it was really cool. And then after that, we found out she wanted to sign us and then we were just catapulted into this really awesome endearing mentorship and you know just her guiding us along
0: after being signed Chloe and Hallie got busy and the duo known for making covers was ready to share their own music with the world in 2016 the baileys released their first ep sugar symphony After Sugar Symphony, Chloe and Halley dropped a mixtape called The Two of Us.
1: We used to <agara> we used to
0: Both Sugar Symphony and The Two of Us receive critical acclaim which is impressive, considering that they had been named as Beyoncé's proteges, meaning that their every move was the subject of scrutiny. And despite this intense spotlight on their craft, Chloe and Halle delivered time and time again. And in twenty eighteen, the sisters would exceed all expectations when they dropped their debut album, The Kids Are Alright.
1: We, are, we, are, we
0: Little bit about the kids are all right in an interview with time magazine chloe explained the meaning of the title she said the title means so much to us we're speaking about ourselves and as we're growing into young women telling ourselves that we're going to be okay we'll make mistakes and we'll have obstacles but we'll overcome them it's just proclaiming that we'll be all right no matter what and they shouldn't worry about us some standout tracks from the project include warrior which was featured in the movie a wrinkle in time Also get to see them flex a little bit with their bad girl baller anthem everywhere. But they've also got more tender tracks like "Happy Without Me," one of my favorite tracks from the album.
1: And it breaks my heart, and it breaks my heart, yeah. And it breaks my heart to see you happy without me.
0: The release of The Kids Are Alright was the climax of a ton of buildup and anticipation for Beyonce's protégés. And with the pressure on, they had officially arrived. Now, let's take a quick segue to talk about mood ring things. This is a segment where we talk about fun facts. And today, I've got six mood ring things for you. So let's jump right in. Mood ring thing number one. Chloe and Halle write and produce their own music. In fact, their debut album, The Kids Are Alright, is almost entirely written and produced by them. Mood thing number two. Along with singing, Chloe and Halle are talented guitarists and pianists, which is how they produce most of their own songs. Mood ring thing number three. Sasha and Malia Obama are huge fans of Chloe and Halle, so much that they convince their mom, Michelle Obama, to invite them to perform and introduce Michelle for her keynote speech at South by Southwest. They also performed for Michelle Obama a second time at the White House. Mootering thing number four. Chloe and Halle make a cameo in Lemonade alongside other black women talents like Zendaya, Amanda Stenberg, and another sister duo, eBay. Number five. Years before they were signed by Beyonce, they had crossed paths with her. Chloe actually met Beyonce at the age of four when she played a young Beyonce in the movie Fighting Temptations. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Well, when we first met her, I was four and we acted <laughs> what? two. You yeah. were four and you were two? <laughs> yep. And it was in the Fighting Temptations. I played the younger version of her when I was like four. Oh, wow. And so that's when our paths first crossed. So mm. it's crazy how the universe works and sends you like those little signs. Right, right, right. So.
0: And last but not least, moodering thing number six. Beyonce gives Chloe and Halle notes or feedback on their projects before they release. And B, the perfectionist of perfectionists gave them no notes on their most recent album. That's right, when she heard it, she liked it so much, she didn't have any feedback to give them. She loved it. And the name of that album, Ungodly Hour. When you decide
1: you like yourself, when you decide you need someone to love on me when you don't have to think about it love me at the ungodly hour when you decide you, like yourself. When you, decide you need someone to love on me when you don't have to think about
0: it so early on in their careers Chloe and Halle were known as the Disney kids or the innocent girls we saw singing covers on YouTube but with the ungodly hour they wanted to show a different tone how, how do you have an album called the ungodly hour everything about y'all seems godly
1: <laughs> oh that's so funny so the reason why we decided to call this album ungodly hour was exactly that i mean everybody has this perception of us as being these two little perfect angels mm-hmm. but for this album we kind of wanted to show another side of us show the side that people do not see um during the ungodly hour because yeah. you know the, the, those late hours you're thinking about all your insecurities and your flaws and um, all of the bad things and the naughty things. And we just kind of wanted to put that all in the album and let people hear that side of us um, to see the layers that it is to be um, a woman.
0: And this is one of the things I love most about Ungodly Hour. Chloe and Hallie really reclaimed their narrative and their image. Remember, these girls were 11 and 13 when they first started gaining public attention. And like a lot of young stars they had all of these labels and images placed on them about what they were supposed to be and what they were supposed to represent and with this album they really flipped that entire narrative on its head they say whatever you want us to be fuck that we gonna be us and they do it particularly well on my favorite song of the album and maybe my favorite song of the year it's called forgive me Baby,
1: what so me I'm not
0: Chloe and Halle have been pushing boundaries of their image in more ways than one. And they're not just doing it with the music, they're also doing it on the screen chloe and hallie are of course incredible singing talents but they're also dope actors many of you know they play the characters of jazz and sky on the hit show *Grownish*. and like ungodly hour *Grownish* shows a side of chloe and hallie that a lot of their early fans hadn't seen before 80 we agreed on
1: 100 these are unreleased cowu eqts you know how fast you can run of these things now run your cheap hagman ass out of here before i beat your ass with this box
0: And how did Chloe and Halle end up on Grown-ish? Well, Chloe and Halle were already friends with a ish star, Yara Shahidi. Then they met the show's creator, Kenya Barris. They saw him at the BET Awards, and this was after they accepted an award on behalf of Beyonce. When Kenya Barris saw them on stage, something just clicked, and he felt like they'd be a great fit for the show. The two are now regular characters on the show, and they even sing the show's theme song.
1: Watch out, world.
0: On-screen performances don't look to stop anytime soon. Hallie is going to be playing Ariel in the live-action version of The Little Mermaid. But, of course, we know how much white people love keeping their fictional characters white, so when the news broke that Hallie was going to be playing Ariel, some people couldn't comprehend the fact that a black person could play the character of The Little Mermaid. Freeform, the network that airs Grownish, issued a statement of support for Halle Bailey, and they had a message for all the racists that didn't want her to play Ariel. They said, If you still cannot get past the idea that choosing the incredible, sensational, highly talented, gorgeous Halle Bailey is anything other than the inspired casting that it is, because she doesn't look like the cartoon one, oh boy. Do I have some news for you about you. And thankfully, Halle Bailey has received a lot of support for her casting. And I'm personally not a big fan of The Little Mermaid, but I'm for damn sure gonna see it just because some people gonna be mad that she's black. And given how much Chloe and Halle have already accomplished at such a young age, it's hard to say what they'll do next. But one thing is for certain, they're not stopping anytime soon. <laughs>
1: Baby, won't you live tonight for the your life? Could be paradise, never know till you try. Running out of time, baby, get up and drive. Baby, won't you live tonight for the rest of your life? Could be paradise, never know till you try. Baby, and, you till you try.
0: and that is the origin of Chloe and Hallie. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a comment and let us know who you want us to break down on Mood Ring Radio. Speaking of. Next time on Mood Radio, we're breaking down the origin of Andre 3000. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on IG and Twitter at Mood Radio underscore. Don't forget the underscore and don't forget to subscribe on SoundCloud and Apple. You can also support us by becoming a member on Patreon for $1 a month or $5 a month. All right, y'all. Until next time. And as always, I'm soft spoken and I'm out. they now, even